Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Jenny Radson. Jenny is a mindful productivity coach and mental fitness trainer. Her work is at the intersection between productivity and well-being, combining practical time and energy management strategies Cognitive and positive psychology, performance science, and modern-day mindfulness intentionally designed to help entrepreneurs grow sustainably and stress-free. This interview is going to be fantastic, so let's get right into it. Awesome. Jenny, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I ask every single one of my guests to tell us what they were doing before they became an entrepreneur and why, why did you become one? So before becoming an entrepreneur and a coach, I was an architect for about a decade, um, designing whole different things. And I think I just burned myself out and realized that this wasn't my passion anymore. My passion was working with people. Um, So I quit my job, started traveling the world, meeting other entrepreneurs, seeing their other lifestyles and way of living. And it really got me curious. Uh, So I went into entrepreneurship and realized that most entrepreneurs struggle with with productivity, with energy management, with their mindset, which kind of pushed me to learn more about that and become a coach. And this is what I've been doing for the past couple of years. That is amazing. I'm actually just um, getting book out in, in January that talks about the fact that a lot of professionals uh, follow this pattern, exact pattern of, you know, building uh, their career and studying, then graduating, building their career, and then realizing that at the end of the day, they're just getting more and more stressed out and anxious. Um, And then some of them, you know, sometimes never make the change. So I wanted to ask you, what was kind of the last straw where you told yourself, you know what, this is not the life I want for myself? I think it was a long process. It wasn't just like a one moment thing, but I kept asking myself, like, is this it? Like, is this the life I'm supposed to live living, working 10 hours a day in a cubicle, staring Mm -hmm. on on my computer? And in the beginning, I just said, like, okay, I need a break. Let's try to work remotely. Um, This was way before it was popular, before COVID, before everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked my boss, can I go to Brazil and just work from there? Uh, after some convincing, she agreed, and I took my laptop and just did whatever I did, like whatever I did in my office, but from a hammock in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing other people made me like something clicked, and I said, like, "Whoa, this is possible for me as well." And I returned to my office and just decided to quit. It was, it was no, there was no way to turn back or to look back after I saw what was possible for me and realizing that this isn't it. Like there's more to life than just working all the time and being stressed all the time. 
percent. I want to I want to get into the coaching part of your of your business, of course, in your life right now. But before that, I just want to ask you if you can kind of break down how a day uh, you know unfolds for you, a day in a life. Like, how do you organize your day? When do you work? What time do you wake up? So I really pride myself in having a flexible schedule. So I only work uh, four days a week. I take Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays off. Um, So usually just relaxing, spending time with my friends and family. In the mornings, because I work, I'm located in Tel Aviv, Israel, but most of my clients are from the US. So I usually work in the afternoon. So mornings for me are very much me time, either doing yoga, going to the beach, reading, practicing mindfulness, uh, meditating, whatever I need to kind of balance my energy, prime myself to work. And then I sit down to work. I have either client calls, uh, writing content, just doing my um, main work. Um, And I also schedule my weeks in AB weeks. So I have a week that is full of client calls, private calls, group calls. And then the other week, I focus more on working on my business, which I think that a lot of entrepreneurs miss. It's just we are so focused on working in our business. We don't take the time to like zone out and strategically plan and write content, have like enough focus time for that. So that kind of how my weeks look like. Awesome. That, that's that's pretty interesting. And, and, and you know, a big takeaway from what he just said is that not all days and especially even not all weeks need to look exactly the same because there's this misunderstanding that to be productive, you have to always do s- same things at the same time. I do believe that there is value to it uh, with, you know, repeating some actions, especially when you're getting, you know, to, to practice new habits and turning new, new actions into habits. You need to do those things every single day. But like you said, you can uh, have uh, me time and, and especially like uh, working it on your business uh, at a different uh, time. So I wanted to ask you actually, what type of coaching do you offer and what are the types of clients you work with? So I am a mindful productivity coach and a mental fitness trainer. Most of my clients are either entrepreneurs um, in different stages of their lives or leaders in corporate uh, companies that want to focus more and stress less. So what we do uh, mainly is kind of learn how to rewire our brain for productivity uh, and move away from all kinds of self-sabotaging behaviors like procrastination and distractions and lack of focus and stress that a lot of the time affects our productivity and move into more kind of calm, clear-headed, laser-focused way of thinking so we can do more in less time so we can really hone into our day and find that balance between productivity and well-being and living our lives. Absolutely. And so can you give us, uh, give our listeners a couple of tips on how to get less stressed while still being able to achieve great results in life and business? Of course. So the first thing I would say, and kind of connects to um, your last question about a morning routine. I think there's a lot of, I totally agree with what you said that we need some, um, repetition in order to build the habit. But a lot of the time, uh, and we see this a lot in, in Instagram and like personal development culture, really um, 
strict rules about you have to get up at 5 a.m. and you need to do like 20 minutes of meditation and 30 minutes of journaling. And it's really, really strict. And I feel like a lot of the time people, because of its strictness, because of the structure, um, they tend to get very overwhelmed. So kind of my tip for this is have a morning ritual that is your me time. And when you wake up in the morning, you can have a set of things that you do, but also check in with yourself. Like, what am I feeling right now? If I'm feeling overwhelmed and I have so many thoughts, maybe I can journal it out. If I'm feeling too much energy, stress, anxious, maybe I can go for a walk or a run. If I'm feeling very down or unmotivated, what can I do to bring my energy up? Maybe I'm stressed, I need to meditate, but really adjust our habits and routines in the morning and throughout the day to our current state, instead of just doing something um, out of habit, it will help us first feel more motivated to go through the day and feeling more accomplished because we actually did something that um, will re-energize us and kind of prepare us for the day. And my second tip is, and it kind of goes along with that, is checking in with ourselves. I think that the problem a lot of us have is just running on autopilot. We're just going about our day, doing things, uh, moving from task to task, and in this just kind of like automatic flow. And the thing is, most of our day is automatic, but our automatic thoughts come, most of them are negative. They come from our subconscious mind that tends to keep us in the, in the comfort zone tend to make us react to certain situations and patterns we used to react from. If we learn how to pause throughout the day and really check in with ourselves or take three deep breaths before we answer this email, before we reply, before we sit down to, to do the next, next task, it's going to help us be more intentional with our day, with our thoughts, with our habits, and be more responsive to what is ever happening instead of reactive, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. I actually have a couple of follow-up questions regarding this. Now you brought up the 5 a.m. Funny enough, I do actually wake up every single day at 5 a.m. But <laughs> the reason why is actually because we do have a one and a half year old and she wakes up at around 9 a.m. And so if I, and I work from home too. And so if I didn't have those two to three hours of focused work every single day, I would probably fall behind. So that kind of turned uh, into a habit because of something that I really needed to do for myself. But I wanted to ask another question, which is great because I do believe that mindfulness is, is the key to, to many problems that we create for ourselves, starting from stress all the way to unproductivity. But um, when can you draw, when should you draw the line between, uh, you know, uh, procrastination and, and, and actually feeling good about how you start your day? Meaning, some people may say, may argue, well, if I wake up and I feel like I'm going to go for a walk, I'm just going to go for a walk for like three hours and I'm going to be back at 11 a.m. And so because <laughs> you do help people fight procrastination, how can you kind of have that switch where you say, you know what, okay, enough, you know, self-care, enough me time, now it's time to work. Okay, that is a great question. First of all, the fact that you're waking up at 5 a.m. because it works for you 
This is amazing. This is exactly my point with mindful productivity, that we all need to find what works for us. For some people, it will be 5 a.m., but for some people, it will be eight in the morning or nine because they're uh, night owls and they need different hours to focus on different creative tasks. So the main point with mindful productivity is finding what works for us. Now about procrastination. And I think if we're truly, truly honest with ourselves, we know when, where is the line between doing something that recharges us and good for us. And when we're procrastinating, usually procrastination comes with with a negative feeling. We mm -hmm. have shame or guilt for postponing something we need to do or for postponing starting our day. And if we go on that walk, we have this like feeling in, in our gut that like, oh yeah, I'm procrastinating. It's okay. I'm just gonna occupy myself with either a walk or something that is less obvious. And this is something a lot of people do. We procrastinate by keeping ourselves busy. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm just gonna answer these emails. Yes, I'm just gonna read this really important article for my job, but not actually moving the needle. But when we do it, if we're honest with ourselves, we know when we're doing it. We know when we're just keeping ourselves busy or just like doing a lot of personal development or self-care as a means for procrastination. It feels bad. We have so much shame and guilt and we know in the back of our mind, there's this like stressful feeling of like, oh, I need to do this thing that I'm avoiding. But when we're actually practicing self-care or reading something that is important, we're doing it from a different kind of place in our subconscious mind. And it feels good. We're like, yes, I need to take this 20 minute of walk to, to kind of re-energize myself. And then I'm going to sit down and do the work. And it's all about finding that balance between structure and flow between like getting things done and getting the rest we need. So when we pause throughout the day, when we're mindful about our actions and our intentions behind our actions, we can really sense the difference between procrastination, which is kind of quote unquote bad, and actually taking time that we need to perform at our best. I think you really uh, said exactly what I was thinking is, you know, to, the, to someone in the out, from the outside, you may be doing the same exact thing. As a matter of fact, you may be doing the same exact thing, maybe reading a book, but if you're doing it because it's really important to you and, and it's what you're meant to do right now to get back to center, that's great. But if while you're reading the book, your mind is like asking yourself, uh, hey, should I be doing this right now? That's probably a sign that you should start looking for another high value, a high impact task instead of just reading a book. I know that because as I was doing research to write this book that we're launching soon, um, I had to go through at least, I would say probably about 15 to 20 books that I had to read myself over the course of about two, three months. Uh, but I also had my business that I had to run. And so I could always feel like when it was the time that I needed to put the, uh, the books down and start actually working on my business. And so it really boils down to, to mindfulness. Um, going back to mindfulness, um, is there any exercise that you recommend busy entrepreneurs do instead of, uh, just sitting maybe for 20 to 30 minutes and meditating? Uh, is there anything that you tell your clients that, uh, that maybe have tried meditation, but don't necessarily feel like doing that? 
Of course, a hundred percent. I don't, I think there's a big difference between mindfulness and meditation. Yes, there's a lot of similarities, but we don't need to meditate for 20, 30, 40 minutes a day to stay productive. On the contrary, sometimes a lot of people use this as a means of procrastination. Mm. So what we can do in mindfulness is actually inducing it throughout the day. Sometimes a practice that is short as one minute can really shift our focus entirely. So just as we practice mindfulness, the best way we can do it throughout the day, even for a couple of seconds each time, is focus our sensation, uh, focus all our thoughts on a sensation in our body using our senses, whether it's the sense of uh, touch. So just um, rubbing our palms really, really softly and gently one against the other for a few seconds and really focusing all our attention on this sensation of our fingertips, like really feeling the ridges of our fingertips um, one against the other. Or when we're washing the dishes, we can just do it um, mindlessly and think about all the things we haven't accomplished today, but we can really focus our attention on how the water feels on our palms. Um, is it warm? Is it cold? Um, just really like sponging that, um, that soap on the plate really mindfully can really calm our mind and bring us to the present moment. So mindfulness isn't about um, letting go of any thought or like or clearing our mind, like we think a lot of time meditation is, which meditation is wonderful. I highly recommend this practice. But mindfulness is more about becoming aware of the now, where we are right now, the present moment, um, which reduces a lot of stress. And um, really bringing our attention to focus on something, which is easier because when we need to clear our mind, we're like, no, especially if we're you know, overwhelmed, have a lot of things on our to-do list or stress, it's very hard to sit down quietly and clear our mind. But when we focus on one thing, one sound, one thing we see and we can describe it like, oh, there's my computer, there's a plant on my desk, here's a glass of water. It really brings us back to the present moment to our body and kind of helps us get away from our mind, which is usually racing throughout the day, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, for sure. And, and it's funny you brought up dishes. Sorry, I think this is a very, it may be coincidence, but I think it's a very funny uh, coincidence that uh, both Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates actually have attributed washing dishes as one of their nightly routines. And they purposely want to do it. Of course, they, they could either hire a, you know, a team of people to wash dishes uh, or, or just not, not eat at home. But as a matter of fact, they think that it's a great way to reconnect and end the day. And I think it's actually funny that you brought it up because it's great that you, that you say this, like you don't need to sit around uh, for 20, 30 minutes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like to meditate and I do like to, to actually like reconnect that way, but uh, being mindful you can be mindful in any other circumstance. Um, so I wanted to ask you, it was on your website earlier today, and it, seemed, and it seems that you have been uh, working also with uh, a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, can you tell us more about uh, your business really and how he you know, works with you? Yes. So um, Shirzad Jameen, uh, he's the CEO of Positive Intelligence. He's an, the author of the book, Positive Intelligence, and my personal mentor. He invented Positive Intelligence, which is PQ. And just the way we have EQ and IQ, our intelligence, our represent that represents our potential at every moment. PQ actually 
lets us know how we can um, fulfill that potential. And it's a score that measures the strength of our positive thoughts versus our negative thoughts. And because Shirzad discovered that we can retrain our brain, he called it mental fitness. And this is why I'm a mental fitness coach and I work in partnership with them to bring his teachings and um, this practice to people through my mental fitness bootcamp. And we actually teach entrepreneurs to retrain our brain uh, for more mental strength. And mental strength is just like physical strength. If we're trying to climb a mountain and we're not physically fit, we're either not going to climb up the hill or we're going to feel a lot of fatigue and we're going to get there like panting and exhausted. Yeah. The same way we're trying to climb a mental mountain, reach the next income goal in our business or uh, launch the new thing or do something that is scary and outside of our comfort zone. If we're not mentally fit, we're going to feel a lot of mental stress and overwhelm when we're doing this task or we're going to quit or, or burn ourselves out before we reach that top of the mountain. So we actually teach entrepreneurs how to um strengthen their mental muscles for more productivity, for uh, focus, for performance, for everything like that. That is, that's great. That's great. And so I um, was going to ask you another question about the environment. I, uh, I am a big fan of really like, uh, you know, uh, designing the perfect environment uh, so that when you wake up in the morning, you don't feel like you're in a cluttered environment. Uh, and, and everything that I do actually revolves around lifestyle design as well. So can you tell me more uh, about what you think about it and how important the environment that you wake up and work in every day uh, is to your productivity and well-being? Very, very much. I think it comes back to being intentional about what we do. And a cluttered environment is like, just like you said, uh, affects and us having a cluttered mind. And it starts from our room or our desk, uh, which can take a few minutes to just like declutter and help us. And it goes to um, how many tabs we have open at each moment. And I know that this is a, a thing that a lot of people sin with. They have a lot of tabs open or even things that I have a lot of clients with ADHD, sometimes just putting a lot of post-its or even things behind our screen can really affect the way that our mind just like uh, bounces from one thing to another and it happens subconsciously and then we're like sitting in front of our computer and, and we wonder why can't we focus but our subconscious mind is just uh, the monkey brain just hops from one thing it sees to another and it really really hurts our productivity so I really recommend starting each day with again with like a little rich ritual uh, decluttering our environment whether it's our desk our closing tabs we don't need, putting our phone away, um, really honing into our to-do list and having the same ritual at the end of the day, just again, reorganizing everything, closing things we don't need helps us also kind of tell our subconscious brain of like, okay, you've done enough for the day. Mm -hmm. We're closing this computer. We can rest because a lot of the time we tend to like, I think every entrepreneur knows this feeling. We close our laptop, but in our mind, we're still answering emails. We're still mm -hmm. thinking about all the things we haven't done. So having like this organization and end of the day ritual to kind of like clean everything, clean our desktop, clean, clean our to-do list helps us kind of put, put our work aside and when we rest, we rest more, first of all, guilt-free, but we actually let our brain rest and recharge for the next day. 
for sure. And I think this is extremely important also for people like you and I that have clients in North America, but live in uh, basically in Europe, uh, in, in Middle East or any other area that where you're five to nine or even 10 hours ahead of your clients. I wake up at 5 a.m. and that's when I do the, the most amount of work for, for my business, like you said, not working in my business, but on my business. Then I take off basically all morning and afternoon, and then I start again around three o'clock. Like today, this call was at three o'clock, was the very first call of the day for me. But now I'm going to have a five, a six, a seven, and a 9 p.m. And so when I end my day at 9 p.m., and you know, unfortunately, because I wake up that early, this early at 5 a.m., I'm not going to stay up until like midnight. Uh, I really, really put a lot of focus on my wind down routine so that in those 30 to 45 minutes, I can recharge, get back to center, go to bed so that I can wake up and be productive the next day. So do you have any um, tips that you can share with our audience as someone that works, again, across the world from where your clients are, uh, to not fall into that uh, spiral of work, work, work all day? So I think what you're doing is amazing because if we work for, if we wake up early and we work for 12 hours, we're going to exhaust ourselves really fast. So if we do need to work later through the day or wake up earlier, so taking the time between these two sets of time to actually like recharge, rest, uh, re-energize. And I think it's amazing that each one of us can design, this is purely lifestyle design, design our day according to what we want and need to do. So just like you, I have calls usually in the afternoon because of the time zone. So I really take the first person portion of the day for myself, for um, either working on my business, but also for myself, personal development, movement, meditation, whatever I need. For you, it could be working in early morning and then taking the portion in the middle of the day to go outside, be with friends, family, do whatever you need to do to re-energize and recharge yourself. So you can also perform in the afternoon and finding the ways to do that throughout the day is really, really important for us to maintain this kind of lifestyle sustainably for long periods of time. Yes, 100%. Uh, getting, out of the, getting out of the house today and the next couple of days is not going to be very feasible since it's 39 degrees today here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what uh, what temperature you guys have uh, right now in Tel Aviv, but like Italy and the whole area here is just like an oven. Uh, but yeah, during the day, it just makes so much sense to to turn everything off and, and dedicate that time to yourself. And I always tell my clients, because at the remote CEO, we, we help entrepreneurs build the lifestyle businesses. And because we travel a lot, like we said, like we can't really like cram all the work between the hours of, I don't know, let's say 9 a.m. And, 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 and 2 p.m. because of different time zones. But it's very important for people to understand that when you close your computer, that is your time. That's it. Um, like you said, maybe you do have to send emails. Maybe there are some other things that are unfinished business. But when you own your own business, everything is unfinished business. You could be working 24 seven, uh, 365 days a year and still not be done because there's still going to be new things coming up. So it's all about really being true to yourself and being able to have the thermostat. Once you, once you get to a certain point throughout the day, turn off 
everything, think about yourself and recharge so that the day after you can repeat it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so like, I want to ask you one question, Jenny, um, is there anything exciting that you want to share with our audience that you're currently working on? I am continuing to launch a mental fitness bootcamp. It's a program we're doing in partnership with positive intelligence, really training entrepreneurs for becoming more mentally uh, strong, uh, productive, and happy as their goal on our business. Um, I'm, we're just launching a program uh, now and every couple of months. So we're really focusing on that and really, really excited about this. Awesome. So Jenny, I know for a fact that my listeners want to know more about you and the programs you're running. So where can people find you online? So on my website, uh, leisurehacker.com or come hang with me on Instagram at leisurehacker. I'm always posting content about productivity, mindfulness, mental fitness. So um, you can find me there. Awesome. Perfect. Enjoy the rest of the day. I'm looking forward to having you back in the show in the, in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.